This podcast is sponsored by Iron Mountain. With over 70 years of experience, Iron Mountain is a global leader in information management and data security. Iron Mountain's secure IT asset disposition services include the recycling, remarketing, and destruction of retired IT assets to ensure the protection of your credit union's data, brand reputation, and the environment. Learn more at ironmountain.com. From the Credit Union National Association, this is the CUNA News Podcast. Credit Union people. Credit Union ideas. Like an old vacation photo, computers and other IT equipment may become outdated, but their memories never fade. Even printers and data tapes not disposed of properly can expose sensitive data such as social security numbers, addresses, and account information, creating many levels of risk for any financial institution. I'm Ron Jose, Senior Editor with CUNA News. In this podcast, Brooks Hoffman of Iron Mountain addresses the importance of IT disposition, a critical strategy for any organization in reducing the possibility of a data breach in today's fraud-rich environment. IT asset disposition is an industry term and practice built around reusing, recycling, repurposing, repairing, or disposing of unwanted IT equipment in a safe and environmentally responsible way. In this interview, Hoffman will share real-life business cases, misconceptions, the changing landscape of IT asset disposition, and how to position your organization to mitigate data security risks. Brooks, do you want to tell me a little bit about your background and uh, how you got started here at Iron Mountain? Sure. So I've been in the IT asset disposition business for approximately 19 years. Uh, Before I joined Iron Mountain six years ago, I was the chief financial officer and co-founder of an ITAT company based in Denver, Colorado. I've been with Iron Mountain for six years. I'm a member of the product management team for our asset lifecycle management service. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about e-waste and IT asset disposition. So let's start. What's the nature of the e-waste problem and how did we get here? Though I think we kind of know a little bit about that, but why don't you kind of give us a little backstory? Sure. Let's start with defining e-waste. So e-waste is end-of-life electronics, and that could be computers, printers, laptops, mice, cables, keyboards, phones, scanners, medical testing equipment, the whole sort of gamut of electronic equipment that's reached the end of its useful life. And the reason why this is an issue and it's really a growing issue is that e-waste is now the fastest growing municipal waste stream in the world. In 2021, there were 63.3 million tons of e-waste generated worldwide. Now to put that in context, that's like throwing away over a thousand laptops every second. It's also equivalent to the weight of the Great Wall of China. So it's a huge amount of material. The problem is that globally, only 17% of society is dealing with e-waste appropriately, where it's you know recycled or repurposed. The remainder is either going into what landfills or being stored, you know, in closets or warehouses. So only 11 million of the 63 million tons are being recycled or remarketed. 
So it's a big problem. It's a growing problem. And it's one that has multiple risks. It can affect the environment if this equipment winds up in the landfill. And also a lot of this equipment is data bearing. So you've got the risk of a data breach if it's not disposed of properly. Yeah, none of that is surprising if you think about it on a personal or a corporate level. Um, I mean, I just think around the house, the phones and the computers and the keyboards we have laying around, and I can't even imagine what that's like for companies and how they manage it. So what is IT asset disposition and why is it becoming so important? Sure. So IT asset disposition is really the process by which end-of-life IT assets are disposed of at the end of their useful life. And it's traditionally grouped into three categories. The first is media destruction. So where that, that's where you take data-bearing media, hard drives, computer tapes, et cetera, and you either physically destroy them through shredding or degaussing or other physical means, or you overwrite them using software so that in that case, the media is still uh, preserved, but the uh, information, the data is eradicated. The second category of ITAD is e-waste recycling. In this case, you're talking about printers, laptops, monitors, et cetera, that have reached the end of their useful life, and they don't have really meaningful remaining fair market value. So those assets are demanufactured into their commodity components, things like plastic, glass, chips, metals, et cetera. And then those components are sent to refiners who melt them down and they're remanufactured into new products. The point being that the data on those assets is again destroyed and the materials don't wind up in a landfill. They get repurposed for other things. The last category and the one that really is of most interest to companies who are disposing of their assets is IT asset remarketing. In this case, you're talking about assets that may only be a few years old. They do still have remaining fair market value. So they can be wiped of data, again, using overriding software. New operating systems can be installed. They can be lightly refurbished if needed. And then those assets are sold into the secondary market. And the beauty of this is, number one, it's a very green solution because you're not having to invest the time and energy to demanufacture and then remanufacture the components as you do with the recycling process. But you're also extending the useful life of the asset because it's being put in service either somewhere else within an existing owner or sold to a third party. So it's up to 20 times less energy intensive as recycling. And the owner of the asset, the seller, gets a portion of the resale proceeds. So it's a way to lower the total cost of ownership of the asset and recoup some uh, funds that can be used to offset other recycling charges. That's a wide space. So what are the major risks and challenges of ITAD? There are really three kind of major risks, and I, I kind of alluded to a little bit of this earlier, but you know, people often don't think about the disposition of their old assets. They're more focused on the acquisition of new ones. The problem is that if you don't dispose of your end-of-life IT assets properly, you have risk, number one, of damaging the environment because these assets contain chemicals and materials that can leach into the drinking water and, and pollute ground soil. So there's an environmental risk. There's also a data security risk 
A lot of these assets are data bearing. And it's not just the traditional assets that we think about, like our phones or our laptops, but you know, medical testing equipment can have data on it that's protected health information. Copiers have hard drives and they can store data. So this data can be resident in a variety of assets that we don't even think about. And just erasing that data doesn't eradicate it. It can still be recovered. So you need to either destroy the, the data bearing media or you need to override it via software. So you have this environmental risk in this data security risk. The other risk, and it's really perhaps the most significant, is the risk to your brand, your company's reputation. I mean, if your company is associated with dumping laptops in a, in a landfill or if you're your company has a data breach. It can be subject to adverse publicity, significant fines from regulators. And, you know, a public company could take a significant hit to its market cap. So reputation risk is probably the combination of this environmental and data security risk. It's part of risk. I mean, compliance is always a huge consideration with credit unions. So where does compliance fit with all this? Financial institutions are subject to a variety of, of regulations, and, and those regulations are proliferating. So, you know, I'm sure folks are familiar with Sarbanes-Oxley, with FACTA, but there are other regulations that aren't necessarily specific to the financial services industry. There are environmental regulations, things like there's a, a law in the United States called RICRA, which is the Resource Conservation Recovery Act, which governs the disposal of hazardous waste. In the European Union, you've got a regulation called We Rose, which governs you know, all, a whole range of environmental rules around uh, hazardous materials. So, and then I, you know, mentioning Europe again, GDPR. Everybody's you know heard of that. If you have customers who are based in the European Union, even if you're a US-based company, you're subject to GDPR, which is a very strict data privacy uh, law. So again, the fact that these assets often contain information and that their disposal can have environmental consequences means that there's a, a very significant compliance mandate that has to be followed. The environmental compliance is such a big part of the risk picture now. Do you want to tell me some ITAD best practices? Sure. Let's start with sort of the big picture in terms of partnering with a third party and, and what should you be looking for in an IT asset disposition firm. The first thing I would mention is complete chain of custody. So it's not enough to just drop the assets off and get picked up by a truck. You want to make sure that any of your IT assets, you know, you could trace the chain of custody all the way from your loading dock through final disposition at the processing facility. The second point I would list is asset itemization. So you want to know what you're disposing of. You want to be able to reconcile that to your fixed asset ledger. You want a record of exactly what was taken out of service. Trucking, you know, that's part of the chain of custody, the fleet of vehicles that are going to handle the assets. Are they locked? Are they alarmed? Are they GPS monitored? Are they owned by the ITAD firm that you're uh, working with? Or are they relying on third-party carriers, which, you know, can pose challenges? Are the employees that handle your equipment, are they screened? Is there drug and alcohol testing? Are there criminal background checks? 
are they subject to mandatory security and safety training? And the last thing I'd mention is a certifiable track record on environmental responsibility. So you should look for an ITAD partner who's certified to one of the major third-party certifications for the ITAD industry. The names of these certifications are there are two, which stands for Responsible Recycling or eStewards. And these certifications encompass a whole range of data security, physical security, employee health and safety, and environmental regulation that ensure that your assets are being handled in accordance with all laws and regulations and industry best practices. So how can Iron Mountain help credit unions get started or take their existing programs to the next level? Iron Mountain offers a full range of ITAT services across a network of 32 countries globally. And we don't just subcontract out the work. We have a physical presence in these countries. We have our own people, facilities, and fleet of vehicles. So we truly are boots on the ground in the various markets where our customers want to operate or need service. We have our own certified facilities. They're certified to either the R2 standard or where we're using partners in some cases. They either have R2 or eSteward certification. I'd mention our fleet of vehicles. And we operate over 3,500 vehicles worldwide that are locked, alarmed, GPS monitored. They're manned by Iron Mountain employees, again, who have been subject to the background checks and, and other screening that we mentioned. And the last point is just when companies think about Iron Mountain, they trust us. Our brand really is that we protect what our clients value most. We have relationships with 95% of the Fortune 1000 in some way or shape or form in terms of our services. And it just makes sense. If you trust us to handle records or your artwork or your data center equipment through our data centers, why wouldn't you trust us to securely and compliantly dispose of your end-of-life IT assets? It's an important asset to the company, and we can ensure chain of custody, complete chain of custody through the entire process, and certified and compliant recycling. Thanks for listening to the CUNA News Podcast. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher Radio. This podcast is sponsored by Iron Mountain. Failure to properly dispose of your retired IT assets can have serious consequences. Don't find out the hard way. Customize your credit union secure ITAD program at www.ironmountain.com.